and welcome back. I am here with my wonderful friend Tracy. I am here with my valiant friend Amber. <laughs> and we are the Road to Tarvalin today, jumping right back into House of the Dragon. Uh, okay. Oh my god. Where do I even start with this? Tracy. Yeah. This episode. I can think of so many words to sum this up. Okay, I want Brutal. That. Okay. Mm-hmm. Twists. Mm-hmm. Tyranny. Mm-hmm. The main word for me really is Machiavellian. It keeps hitting me how very Machiavellian this entire series has been so far, and I have been loving it. George R. R. Martin is a big fan of Machiavelli, and you can see it in his work, even like at the very end when Damon is like, it's all cool that you don't want to be a tyrant, but they have to fear you. They have to fear you. Like, that's the thing that it comes down to. And I'm like, oh, man, within your family, within your kingdom, fear. So this starts with the funeral, right? Yeah, on Driftmark. That was really beautiful. I was not expecting it to be the way that it was because, like, I'm thinking about you know, when Rhaenyra's mother dies and it's a Dracarys scene with the dragon and everything. And since she is married into the Targaryen family, they are the blood of Valyria and whatnot. I guess I was expecting something more along those lines to do it in a different way to show what a Driftmark funeral looks like. The, this mm-hmm. water, not versus fire, but this elemental combination. I thought it was really clever. I liked it a lot. Yeah, they even bring that up in the end Mm -hmm. where Rhaenyra is talking to Daemon Mm -hmm. and she's saying, you know, maybe water is the easier way. Mm -hmm. But we're made of fire. Yeah, and it is like you said, this elemental almost energy because especially putting Rhaenyra and Daemon together in that scene, they are both personality-wise much more fiery people. Even though... They can both show some restraint, I feel like, when necessary. Rhaenyra has a good poker face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, agree with that. They're both passionate, fiery people. But this whole burial, this whole funeral is just so incredibly awkward. Yeah. And I'm, <laughs> I believe fully that it was meant to be, like the way that the camera just lingers a little bit bit on certain characters when they're making eye contact avoiding eye contact kind of snubbing one another slightly from different positions on this little cliffside dais type situation going on yeah and i do have to say that it was so hard to watch i think it was jesseri's I'm going to say Jace. Yeah, yeah. He kind of confronts her and she's telling him, you know, like, go comfort your cousins. They just lost their mother. Mm -hmm. And he's like, yeah, but I just lost my father. And Mm -hmm. no, you didn't. Yeah. (laughs) No, 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 no. (laughs) That didn't happen. (laughs) And I just thought that that was such a sweet moment between the little girls from Damon and Lena. Like, I don't remember which girl it was, but she grabs his hand. And I felt like there was that moment of mutual comfort between these 
little children and oh like so heartfelt so heartwarming and it, you know it doesn't stay like that for long but no I got a little bit of it so <laughs> I you know what it was it was a really good thing to have added that there is still yeah. that root in family that desire to reach yeah. out for people who are your family and I think that little things like that are actually going to be really important to see because as you said it does not stay that way and it's yeah. a really interesting arc to take those children on and I am enjoying it no punches pulled on getting it dark and real with those kids holy fuck we'll get to that later but holy fuck yeah yeah wow wow damon did his best tracy impression when he laughed <laughs> out of turn at a funeral <laughs> when i saw that i was like oh it's tracy <laughs> laughing inappropriately <laughs> oh my god thank you did you thank catch you. yeah did you catch <laughs> little helena repeating spools of threads spools of or not was it spools of red spools of black spools of green Dragon flesh, dragon blah, blah, blah. Yes. Like she's repeating yes. this over and over again. Yeah. Any theories, any ideas? You know, it, it made me think of when we were talking about her from last episode. I think when I had asked you about you, it said something about how there's like this thought that she is prophetic in some mm -hmm. ways. And this is just me. Mm -hmm. But when we, first, when we first get her, she's got a little creature in her hands and she's looking through it. Or, like, mm -hmm. around it and kind of devouring it. Like, with her eyes, if you will, and her brain. Yeah. And then when she's there at Driftmark, it's almost the same thing. Like, she's touching nature. She's holding it through her hands. At one point, she crushes that shell in her hands. And so part of me is like... Did she crush it? I just thought she covered it so the spider couldn't escape. Oh, that might have happened. My screen was so dark. So I didn't... <laughs> Okay, that happened a lot this episode. I know, I was like, we can talk about that later. I was too. watching it on my iPad with my face really close to it. I was like, I can't. My brightness is all the way up, Game of Thrones. Stop that. Either way, I'm wondering if she has this like weird connection to nature and being able to read it, like its history and its potential future. Is that too oh, okay. woo-woo? Like, no, but like people that like read rune stones yeah. or whatever. Yeah, she's like a she's like a druid, like a natural druid, you know? A druid girl. Yeah. A druid Helena. Yeah. What she said last episode was that you'll have to lose an eye when her mother was talking about I completely forgot about that. Yeah, when her mother was talking about Eamon. She said, I think first you oh! have to lose an eye. Yeah. But it was talking about him riding a dragon or yeah. something in the background. Oh, my God. And I completely forgot about that. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, so. Okay. Out of all of the Alicent children, yes. she's the only one I like. like. Same. She's the only. I like my little bug girl. Yeah. I would, I would seriously just sit and hang out with her, read a book. Every once in a while, right? be like, what you got in your hands? Yeah. What you doing? <laughs> Tell me something, Helena. <laughs> I need a break. What do you, what do you got? <laughs> yeah. Aegon's just getting hammered. Right. But I mean, I can't blame him. Mm -mm. This is such an awkward <laughs> situation. Fuck yeah, like, it is. He doesn't want to be there. Nope. I wouldn't want to be uh -uh. there, a part of this big Targaryen circus. 
I mean, it is just too much drama. Too much. I'm a natural introvert. So, like, I think for me, watching this scene and all the looks and all of the feels and, you know, like, it's just awkward. Yep. There's a lot of bad energy yeah. in one small area. So I can relate to Aegon kind of just, like... I'm just going to stand know. here and drink and then find yeah. a quiet corner to myself and continue I mean, I drink. wouldn't be calling serving women wenches <laughs> right, no, as I'm doing no. it, but... But other than that, relatable. Relatable. I also keep thinking about the way that Allison talked to him from last episode. If that's just a I keep sliver. seeing her, like, grab his face. Yes. Just, like, in an eagle talon. Like, it looked painful. painful. Like, she dented in his cheeks, grabbing mm-hmm. him. Like, it was just, if this is part of your life, yeah, hand me all the wine. I feel bad for him. I hate Allison. Mm-hmm. Like, she's just really the worst. There really is something to say about, like, the trauma that she... Absolutely. ...received as a child mm-hmm. from her father. Yep. And now she's just, you know... Yep. Legacy, man. Yep. Just doing the same thing. So mm-hmm. congratulations. Mm-hmm. I can feel bad that it happened for her, that it happened to her, but... Right. I really hate the woman. <laughs> Oh my god! And just even more and more through the episode, I was like, "You just no no redeeming qualities at the moment. Just none." I mean, I don't have children, but the way that she parents is just thrusting them into this dance with death. Yeah, really. Mm -hmm. And congrats, good job. Yeah, that's a really good way of putting it. Yeah, she's not protecting them, and I think I think the the worst thing about that is. Some part of her thinks that she is. I really think, like, because I'll probably forget to say this later, that moment of how heavy is that cloak of righteousness you've been living under when Rhaenyra says that to her. And I'm like, exactly, exactly. And you weigh down your whole family with that. You go after your children with that. You think that you are right in everything you're doing, but you are traumatizing the people around Mm -hmm. you. I have to believe when people do that, that there's some part of them that's like, you know, this just doesn't seem quite right. But she's so Mm -hmm. in it, like, I am right. I am right. So righteous. So righteous. And the writing, everything that they've been doing is really pushing that narrative. I mean, I've been looking online a little bit, Mm -hmm. like, on social media even, like, there are people who are like... 100% 100% like Team Rhaenyra, 100% Team Allison. And I'm like, oh, wow. no, you're missing the point. They are yeah. both terrible people. <laughs> Do not take sides. Do not take Be sides. Be an indeterminate, guys. I'm on Team Dragon, I guess. Just, there you go. I don't care. Eat, eat them all. No, I will say who's <laughs> so far the most sympathetic is... The Valarians. I agree. That's where my heart lies at the moment. They are the family I like. They're the only ones. There actually feels as though there is true family there in a mm-hmm. sense that isn't yeah. among the other families. There's there's loyalty between the siblings that we don't see. Lenor being so distraught over his sister's death, that grief hits hard. He had, they had just been talking about 
in that last episode how yeah, much how they, long yeah how much they missed each other how much they wanted to see each other and then Lena gets roasted by our dragon and yeah I feel for them I feel for everybody in that moment but in particular I feel for the children for Lenor for Corliss and what's the Rainies and Rainies yeah yeah even Corley is like there are some issues with him that I want to talk about later but for yeah. the most part there's that scene where he gives Rhaenyra's son a little toy seahorse and he's saying you know your brother is going to be the king and he's like you will inherit Driftmark mm-hmm. and he knows that little boy isn't his blood Mm -hmm. and we learn that later on that he's like you know it's not about blood it's about the name yeah and even though like Corley's is establishing like this image of like yes these are my grandchildren Mm -hmm. he wants something out of it Mm -hmm. but at the same time he's not being a dick about it Mm -hmm. he's being a like loving grandfather Mm -hmm. which is like in the show like this, there's so little of it. Agreed. So, like, when you see it, you got to take it. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> He's trying but, so hard. Yeah. And little, I think it's Luke, Luceres mm-hmm. is like, I don't want Driftmark because that means everyone, everyone is, dead. is dead. And I was like, <laughs> oh, God. I know, right? <laughs> that, that like was just so rough. I was like, oh, little kid. Damn. Mm-hmm. You just got everyone. Yeah, but then right after that, there's a scene where Rainey's passes Rhaenyra. Mm-hmm. Rhaenyra tries to make eye contact with her, but she looks down and kind of like snubs her mm-hmm. and looks a little bit cold. Mm-hmm. So like now we're seeing that the Valerians know what's going on. They know that these kids aren't their blood. Mm-hmm. And... We've seen how Corley's is dealing with it, and we see Rainey's kind of act coldly, as they would, because as much as I keep, like, harping on how much I hate Alicent, mm-hmm. I have to recognize that Rhaenyra is, like, committing fraud on a national level. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's illegal, but it's not really immoral. No, it's it's still immoral, kind of. It's hard. Yeah, it's, hard. it's tricky. Mm-hmm. It's a tricky one. With Lenor and his, I'm making like air quotes, his children. His I children. Mean, I feel like he and Rhaenyra are making the best situation as they can, yeah. even though it's going to cause wars. We've already seen the factions standing together in the same room in this episode so i feel like this is where it begins yeah yes i'm so glad you mentioned that because that was absolutely like one of the things on my list i was like oh that's that's kind of badass all right this is this is this is where we're gonna start going okay all right two gangs you know right (laughs) like (laughs) when you're a jet okay um so Snap. House of Dragons the musical. Yes. <laughs> or House of the Dragon the musical. <laughs> that's the next that's the next endeavor. Um I'm trying to think, were there any other parts about the funeral scene that like stood out to you? 
the series asking Damon to come back to King's Landing. Ooh, and then yeah. right after that happens, there's a small altercation between Damon and Otto, where Damon's mm-hmm. like, yeah, no matter how fat a leech grows, it always wants for another meal. And Damon is just <laughs> on to Otto. I feel so awkward and my allegiances because on one side I'm like yeah right. tell him Damon like right. fuck Otto <laughs> such a piece of shit fuck that guy but then I'm like yeah but Damon like bashed his wife's head in with a rock so I'm like god damn it and he groomed right. his knee so I'm like fuck all these right. people terrible <laughs> awful that <sighs> is 100% how I feel but at mm-hmm. the same time like I'm just like why why yeah. Why? And then, oh, the shade. I gotta like put my fan. When the series walks by Allison and he's like, I'm going to bed, Ama. Mm-hmm. And he called her his first wife's name. I was like, snap. You know what? I caught that it wasn't her name. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I didn't like catch it that it was his first wife's name. Yeah. That's oh man. Hilarious. I thought it was so funny. <laughs> that might be like my prejudice against Allison though, where I'm like, <laughs> he still doesn't like you as much as he liked his first wife. That's even ten I- years later that he's he's done that. Wow. Wow. Poor Allison though, but a poor traumatized child just circle of trauma abuse 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 and manipulation the way that her father used her and the grief Mm -hmm. of her mother and then using that to ingratiate her with Viserys and I'm like she's a child she's a Mm -hmm. child you should not be putting your no what is wrong with you Mm mm-hmm I was just thinking about like that that scene where, you know, she's having sex with Viserys, and they really play it up to the way that the camera looks. It looks like like a corpse. Like Viserys yeah. looks like the crypt keeper, and she just looks like this like dead yeah. weight. Like yeah, this is ki- like this is killing her. I would rather be anywhere but where I am mm-hmm. right now, and. The way that she's called in that scene where it's like, the king wants you, and she's like, but it's late, and I'm tired, and that doesn't matter. That -hmm. doesn't matter. What she wants doesn't matter, and that's how her whole life has gone, and Mm -hmm. I think that's one of the big things that leads up to her lashing out later on. Or she was told, you know, like she was raised in this way, Mm -hmm. like you come when you're called. Yeah. So, like, she maybe never thought that she had agency. I That's mean, true, too. As far as, like, kings and queens in this world have gone, yeah. I'm starting to come around to, like, Viserys not being, like, this terrible dude. Like, he's not a great guy, but... Right. In the, comparatively, uh, though. Com- comparatively. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I want to believe that if Alicent was just like, no, it's late, not tonight, mm-hmm. it'd be like, okay. Cool, but yeah. We don't know. Like, we don't know how she was raised, what she believes mm-hmm. she has to do. Right. There are characters that people 
love to hate like Fayil from The Wheel of Time for some mm-hmm. reason like I'm kind of lumping her with Alicent right now because she oh, was raised in this way that she's to behave in a certain manner and that's all mm-hmm. she knows she doesn't know any better mm-hmm. she's a child mm-hmm. and I think mm-hmm. the only thing that's setting these two characters apart is that in Fayil's case like she grows out of it and realizes yep. I think it's a big world out there and mm-hmm. people are different. Whereas yeah. Alicent, she never grew up. It almost seems like she's still this child, this hurt, abused little girl. And now she's mm-hmm. just inflicting that on her own children and becoming mm-hmm. what she hates. And it's just, mm-hmm. it's disgusting. I mm-hmm. can't stand it. I can't stand yeah. her so hard. So hard. I feel for you. I love that you point that out. That it is potentially an expected behavior that she's just following the steps of what she's supposed to do. Like that is a that is a real world parallel. So it's absolutely believable that, you know, this is your position. You are a woman. Very first episode of this of the season, Ama is telling Rhaenyra, like, you'll be on this birthing bed soon. Mm-hmm. This is what you are expected to do. You must produce an heir. Alicent has definitely been given the same speech by someone at some point in her life. So, yeah, like, why would she think that she could walk away from doing something like that when everyone has told her that's what she has to do? Yeah, that's a really good point. Yeah, so it's just, you know, you feel bad for almost everyone in this show. Absolutely. Everyone is fucked up and fucked over. Yeah. That's kind of what it feels like. So if we move forward... Mm -hmm. We have Damon kind of like spouting off to Otto, Viserys leaves, calls Allison Emma, and then Aegon is completely wasted in the corner and his grandfather Otto comes by and pretty much assaults him, like throws right, him around yeah. a little bit. I'm just like, what a great, great guy. Family. Yeah. Love, it. Love to yeah. see it. <laughs> <laughs> then we cut to Corley's and Rainey's and- Oof. We talked about it a little bit already, but, you know, Rainey's blames Damon and Corley's responds with this rant about how Rainey's, his wife, should have been queen and she's like, you're ambitious. And she's saying, like, I gave it up and yep. I did this because of what it meant for my family mm-hmm. and even at the cost of their children, Corley's didn't do the same. He still mm-hmm. wants ambition and power. So again, we kind of have this traditional, like, masculine, powerful, strong legacy with Corley's yeah. and Rainey's kind of wanting to keep her family safe mm-hmm. instead of mm-hmm. climbing the ladder of yeah. power. Yeah. I think it almost comes down to that moment where they are having that discussion around names and blood. And mm-hmm. I, think, I think in this case, Rainey's is about blood. She's about blood family. And yeah. Corley's is about preserving the name and the legacy. It's about the name. It's not about blood. Mm-hmm. Like Lenore's children, children, quote unquote, mm-hmm. Lenore's children, are the heirs to the Iron Throne. So what difference does it make? Because that's what people are going to remember. They're going to remember the name and who sat on the Iron Mm -hmm. Throne. I mean, 
this might become a scandal that is whispered about if we can't like stamp it down, but that's what's going to get remembered. And Rainey's is like, I don't give a fuck about that. I want yeah. my family. I want them safe. I want them taken care of. I want them here. It's really interesting how they've written these two characters because from afar, like, they really do seem to be the family that's kind of got it together. And they mm-hmm. could have easily just been like, oh, look, like, the Valerians, they're such happy, nice family. But they mm-hmm. made it more complex and it's good. It's mm-hmm. good to watch. And mm-hmm. it's real. It's faceted. Yeah. Like, yeah. there's layers here. And it's not mm-hmm. just like, these are the good guys and everyone else is the bad guys. So Yeah, it's it I I kudos. love that. Agreed, agreed. Because like you mentioned earlier, it's hard to like and hate the characters at the same time, but it's like yeah. so it's a, and I mean really with you on the writing on this, just with you. I'm just like, yes. That's all I wanted to get across is yes, I'm really happy with the writing so far. It's been yeah, enjoyable. I did notice too mm-hmm. since now we've moved to a new episode that didn't have a female director oh, uh-huh i didn't notice in the sex scenes feeling different yeah yeah it was um a little it, bit more uh, of a male gaze like a lot of, i was gonna like, say i was gonna creases. say this is <laughs> this is a this is a guy making a sex scene trying to think about how Perhaps maybe a woman would do a sex would make scene, a sex scene, <laughs> but not hitting the mark. Does that sound about right? <laughs> no, like there was an attempt. There was an they, attempt. He tried. He tried. Thank you for trying. But at the same yeah. time, I was just like, oh, but at the do same I? Time, it's also like dark as hell. I can't see anything. I can't half see this anything. Episode. It's the same person who did the long night. On the last season of oh, gosh. Game of Thrones, where no one could see anything. Does he <laughs> like, like just hate illumination in his projects? Oh, no. <laughs> I'm gonna film film this, but no one will see it. <laughs> the real tyrant of the episode is Miguel Sapochnik. <laughs> Way to go! Way to go! <laughs> Get your lighting together, sir. That was rough. That, that was, was rough, rough again. Yeah. You know what? As much as it was it was not really a scene that I, I felt needed to be quite the length that it was or as involved mm-hmm. as it was, I still would have been okay with the lighting being improved so I could see what was happening rather yeah. than just kind of guessing at it. Yeah, and then we have little Eamon on how to steal and train a dragon. <laughs> I'm just like... The I'm, short version. Yeah, it's... I'm I don't really, have my own dragon. I will steal the largest one. Yeah. This kid. And like, again, here we are in another situation where I'm like, yeah, cool. You get on that dragon. You've been treated like shit by your cousins and your brother and everybody who has a dragon except you. Right. And the other part of me is like, you, what? that is not your dragon to take. That is not your dragon. You get back, Eamon. Wrong. Oh, this. I, see, again, like that, he was the one, the one child of Alicent and Viserys that I kind of liked. Right. Because I felt bad for him. Right. His cousin, uncle, whatever. His All, cousin. 
his nephews, cousin nephews, whatever. <laughs> uh, they gave him a pig. <laughs> a so flying felt, pig. I felt bad for the guy. Like, Same. Sorry, little bud. Yeah. And now it's like, oh, okay, you're just a terrible person too. Cool. Mm-hmm. So. I was yeah. honestly hoping that they would take a chance at allowing this taunting and bullying by his family members Mm -hmm. to turn him into a compassionate person as opposed to a royal dick. I know, right? I love your laugh to that. (laughs) I was just, I mean, I was so focused on when he's riding the dragon since I couldn't see anything. I was just listening. And I was like, oh, I really like the sound effects for Vagar. It's very Godzilla-like. <laughs> kind of like croaking. and The whole scene, whoosh. <laughs> the wind rises. <laughs> well, just like when the dragon like opens its mouth and mm-hmm. I mean, you can't really see it much else, but just like the fire <laughs> from within and the sound effects. Those were good. Amber, I really want to know how you feel about the lighting on this episode. I'm not trying to be contrarian. I liked the I sound effects. I love it. I know, but I love it. So Eamon bonds and rides Vagar, and then we have this whole confrontation in... This little crypt area. Right, where... It has to be him, like, coming out from wherever they have, like, the dragon stashed or something. And they're, like... It's, like, what, four to to one in this situation, I think? Yeah. Here's the breakdown. So, (laughs) Eamon throws one of Lena's daughters on the ground and punches her in the eye. Right. And he threatens to feed her to his new dragon. Mm-hmm. And then Rhaenyra's boys jump in and it's yep. a brawl. Yeah. And he's screaming like, you'll die screaming in flames just like your father did, you bastards. And I'm like, oh man, someone come get this kid. Right. And then at this point he picks up a rock and I'm like, oh God. Is that the moment where he's like holding Lucerus, Luke, like by the neck, like he's choking him and then he grabs Rock and I was like, oh my God, this is the first child to die. We Mm -hmm. had talked about, I think we talked about it a little bit last week that like which one of the children are going to survive. Yes. And so I was like, all right, is this, Yeah. is he going to get choked out (laughs) or is he going to get his head bashed in? Yeah. Is one of them going to get like pushed so hard up against a wall that like their head breaks and they die? Like I was Mm -hmm. just like, which one is dead at the end of this? Surprisingly enough, none of them. (laughs) (laughs) Just an eye. In the inside the episode, it was really funny because the the person that was talking about it was like, it's all fun and games until someone loses an eye. And I was like, okay, that was funny. All these kids are in mourning, basically. Like, Harwin Strong just died, got mm-hmm. murdered. And Lena's daughters lost their mother. So, mm-hmm. like, trauma. And then little Eamon kind of walks over and he, like, makes a sad face. And I'm like, oh, look at you being the good kid. Right. Like, good for you. And then what? Like, he gets a dragon and all of a sudden he's 
screaming bastard and hitting wanting to hit people with rocks i was like that's a pretty and roast them yeah i mean it was kind of a quick change i agree i don't know if i would have made it like that drastic yeah Mm. because it felt a little off to me Mm -hmm. i don't know i agree with you and i think they i think they do say something about like the inside of the episode is like getting that dragon is his is his switch being flipped all of the bullshit that he's been through, he, like, comes back almost completely different. Like, I'm the powerful one now. I have the largest dragon in the world. You guys have all been dicks to me. Suck it. Like, like he just came home with a tattoo and a motorcycle. Like, <laughs> take that, yes. mom and dad. Yeah. 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 So he's, like, all cocky bullshit and these grieving children come in and they're like that's my mother's dragon and he's like well you should have claimed her then i'm like you dick she's mourning she's mourning you don't go in and steal someone's dragon who was doing the security at this party honestly (laughs) well that does get asked later like viserys is like where where was everybody yeah because at the beginning of the episode one of the guards is like, okay, I'm out of here. Mm-hmm. Kristen Cole, you have the watch. Yeah. So it was on Kristen Cole. So another reason. Like, Why everything just how fell is apart. He, yeah. How does he still have a job, honestly? Like, this is one of those big glaring, like, question marks with the writing where it's like, this guy shouldn't be working here anymore. <laughs> you know, there were a couple points in here where your observation of treason mm-hmm. and like what is treason what is the the punishment for treason like that shows up so much in this episode too where i was like oh my gosh and still Kristen cole you're just like hanging out personal guard to the queen like she tells you to go grab one of the heirs to the throne and okay that's too far ahead i'll jump back I'll jump back. I'm sorry. Well, no, let's. It's fine. So let's much go momentum. There. Let's go there because the yeah. parents are all convening at this point, and yeah, because we have like the end of that fight is Aemon losing his eye mm-hmm. and screaming, and someone, mm-hmm. an adult figure, finally coming in and pulling all of the children apart, and now we have them all dumped in this chaos of what just happened. Re- yes. That scene was really well filmed. It's, I mean, it starts out and I'm just thinking like, wow, Kristen Cole, like, good job once again. Like, you're the worst. <laughs> Congratulations. And then, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then Allison comes in and smacks Aegon and was like, why weren't you taking care of your brothers? Where were you? I'm like, oh, excellent parenting. 101. Yeah. Cool. Mother well of the year. Yeah. Mother of and the year. Accusations are flying and insults of you know these kids being bastards and as it's said Eamon smiles like this little chit and Viserys is like yo I want to know where they heard this slander from Allison like she's been whispering it the past how many episodes like yep. this comes from her mm-hmm. and we know it mm-hmm. everyone in the room knows it mm-hmm. but no one says it until Aegon says it he doesn't say her name though like Aemon says he heard it from Aegon and Aegon yeah. being the eldest is 
probably a little bit more slick, you know, not to like name his mother. Right, yeah. So he's just like, everyone, everyone knows, knows it. it. Yeah. yeah. Alicent wants an eye for an eye, and she's like, Kristen Cole, bring me an eyeball, <laughs> you know? And he's like, you got it. How is this possible? This is just one of the things with the writing where I'm kind of like, no, no. Yep. Mm-hmm. Viserys would literally have to be like Weekend at Bernie's and Alicent, you know, the real power or Viserys just has no control. Mm-hmm. Like, is it maybe that nobody knows where the power lies, so they mm-hmm. don't know who to answer to? Mm. I mean, mm. if that were the case, I would want to amp that up and make it shown. And Because mm-hmm. as I see it, it almost just comes off of sloppy writing. You saying that makes me remember the part where, like, Viserys is like, no one make a move when Allison's having her, like, go grab me that kid and get me his eye. And she's like, I, the queen, command you. Like, yeah. Viserys says no. And she's like, no, I say yes. I'm the mm-hmm. queen. You go fucking do it, Kristen Cole. You go do it. And mm-hmm. so we have this, like, her attempting to grab. Where does the power grab- lie? Yeah, like, she is attempting to grab at power that she has not outwardly done before like all of mm-hmm. Alicent maneuvering at this point has been like kind of in the shadows whispering yes yeah it, she's very Mogidian in a way if you will mm-hmm. like just kind of sitting back and spinning a web and trying to get people to like be in a place where she can use them as she needs to mm-hmm. and always have them kind of off balance that moment where it becomes her drawing the knife and going after Rhaenyra I was ugh, speechless. I was gagged. So good. That so was good. good. That was even that was even filmed really well. And Rhaenyra really just she knew the words to say to bait Alicent yep. into doing something Stick. drastic. Yeah, that people will be able to look unfavorably upon. I loved when she was like, now they see you for who you really are. And I was like, oh, man. Yeah. Mm. She got her. Mm. She got her good. I Okay, here's the thing. I don't have children, but I have, like, mm-hmm. nieces and nephews. Mm-hmm. And if someone I loved came home with their face cut open like that, there is mm-hmm. nothing you could say or do to me mm-hmm. that would not make me be out for blood. <laughs> you right. Know? Like, yes. Whose window is getting a brick thrown through it tonight? Yes. You know? Like, yeah. I would probably make that person's life a living hell mm-hmm. until I felt like ju- there was justice or mm-hmm. retribution or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I can totally see. Alicent, like, just being completely unhinged in this mm-hmm. moment. Mm-hmm. And Rhaenyra totally took advantage of it. And, she oh did. boy, it worked. Mm-hmm. It worked. It, but yep. the only reason I, I don't feel that way is because I saw how much of a shit Damon was. So I'm, like, conflicted feelings all around the board. Agreed. Agreed. And the outcome of it being, like, Eamon just finally, outcome first, being that division, like we had talked earlier, where they all like kind of stand on their sides. 
I, I, again, oh my gosh, that conflicting of opinion of liking and hating. When Damon is standing next to Rhaenyra, because of course Lainor is not there. Yes. Alicent even says, where is Lainor? Entertaining his young squires. Kristen Cole smirks at that. And I'm just like, ugh. I'm glad that you mentioned that because that really like, Ugh. So, yeah. but I did, I really liked that moment where Damon goes over and stands next to Rhaenyra and her children and they're all kind of like just yeah. together and this like, mm-hmm. and you see Rhaenyra, she's almost standing taller. She's yeah. almost feeling like the air that she's been told she is for over mm-hmm. a decade and no one's given her space to become. And Damon is like, you know what? I, I really like power. And uh, this, this, yep, you and me. This does something for him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I feel like he's kind of, like, I love how he's been so much in the background in this. It's almost like a turn on for him, though. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't know if you noticed, but when Alicent grabs the knife from Viserys, Kristen Cole steps up and Damon Damon's, blocks him. Yep, mm-hmm. I interpret it as... Damon being like, he knows Rhaenyra mm-hmm. has got this. Fuck like, yeah. He doesn't even need to intervene. Nope. And I think for him, like, that's what gets him going. Like, he's into it. Yeah. Sexually. Yeah. It's a little uncomfortable. <laughs> and at the same time, I'm like, I'm I'm kind of into this. It's fine. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> it's not fine, but it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. I, I actually really loved that. So, of course, like, they get to that point. Alicent injures Rhaenyra like she needs stitches later on and again we've had the this is a treasonous moment now the heir to the throne the direct heir to the throne has had her blood drawn which is also a treasonous act right and it's just like okay well we're breaking up the party now everyone go to bed yeah it's fine we're fine and Amon's like you know what guys don't worry about my eyeball being gone I have a dragon. Totally worth it. Yeah. We move to Alicent meeting with her father. And it was mm-hmm. just, again, like this reminder of how awful Otto is. Smarmy. Smarmy. When he's like, I didn't know you were in it to win it until tonight. And now I'm going to yeah. give you all this shitty advice. To make you even right. more of a <laughs> shitty human being. Right. Let's go, Allison. <laughs> oh, no, that, that sums it up perfectly. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. That's how I felt. I was like, oh, God. Oh, oh, God. Here we go. Even worse. That boat ride back to King's Landing. Like, what a shit show. We've got Allison and Laurie's scheming and pretty much... She's like, these are dangerous times. And yeah. he's like, I'll wait for your call. And then we Ooh. have Damon and Rhaenyra pretty much like confessing their feelings in this moment and planning what I thought the murder of Lainor. Mm-hmm. And I was so upset. So upset mm-hmm. as this was going down. The way that they do it was clever because mm-hmm. they kind of switch from them having this conversation. And then mm-hmm. as they're talking, they show Damon pretty much like killing some man mm-hmm. in a 
uh, was that just hallway. some random person? That was the body they used, I think, to throw in the fire. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Because I was like, who is that person? Is Because, you know, I couldn't see it. I couldn't mm-hmm. see it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we can't see anything. <laughs> oh, Amen. I feel your pain. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> And we have, like, this speech going on and Damon's, you know, telling Rhaenyra that your subjects must fear you. Mm -hmm. And then we see, you know, them pulling the body out of the fire. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. oh, my God, the tyranny tyranny has begun. Mm -hmm. That's it. That's Mm -hmm. it for her. There's no walking this back. Nope. And then we get the bait and switch, and Lenore's okay, and they use a different he's body. Even, he's even off with this dude. He's off with Sir Carl. Yeah, they're, they're off running away together. Oh, yeah. They're, like, going to Ibiza, like, <laughs> living their best life, <laughs> rowing that boat fast. <laughs> out of there. <sighs> I love the ocean, but let's find one that's, you know, white sands and, right. you know, Little drinks with umbrellas. That's exactly that's what they want. That's all that Leonor wants. He doesn't want to be married. He doesn't mm-hmm. want his titles anymore. I mean, really, how could this mm-hmm. have ended any better for him? I mean, unless his sister hadn't died. That probably would have been pretty cool, too. But he kind of and I'm really curious to see where this is going to go, because he's getting pretty much everything he wants. Mm-hmm. And the moment someone gets everything they want yeah. in this series yeah. Something happens. Something changes. Something rises up and you're like, oh, something's going to something's gonna go down. What's going to go down with Lainor? Or will he just lay low? Is this the end of Lainor's story? I have thoughts. I have thoughts. Ooh, but please. Right before that, I just want to say oh, yeah, that sorry. I really appreciated how like during this whole bait and switch, they're saying the world is going to see Damon and Rhaenyra as complicit in this murder. Mm-hmm. But then when it shows that Lenore is okay, I'm like, oh, okay, like this serves a purpose. Mm-hmm. Like this fake death mm-hmm. serves a way to make them feared. Yeah, we're going to get some some fun times with her in the future, I mm-hmm. assume. Mm-hmm. But what you had said, okay, you were talking about Lenore. Mm-hmm. There's one big question that I have, possibly a plot hole. Okay. If he's still alive, he's still bonded to that dragon. Mm-hmm. So either that dragon follows him off to wherever he goes or... Interesting. His, or his dragon just stays behind. I mean, do they... Well, I, okay, so... Do they so- gaslight, see smoke into believing that he's <laughs> dead? Like, pick a new writer. Any writer will do. I mean, yes, perhaps plot hole. For sure. And the other thing I'm thinking is, like, perhaps possibly built into, like, the earlier story with Vagar, where, like, she had been a dragon that Mm -hmm. was, like, gone and then came back. And Mm -hmm. so perhaps that will happen with Lainor's dragon, where either, like, if if then... Like, sea smoke just goes off missing for a while. Yeah, Yeah. it won't won't feel like unusual dragon Mm -hmm. behavior. It'll just be like, that's the way that a dragon mourns the loss of its rider, Mm -hmm. possibly. But yeah, I think Lenore would definitely have problems. It's like, it's like having Clifford the red, the big red dog. Yeah, following, following you, you everywhere. Just no, Clifford, no, no. Everyone can see you. You are giving yeah. me away. Instead, it's like a dragon that just can't mm-hmm. 
leave them alone. So I find that I find that fun. I think it could be an easy fix if they address it in a way that's not like hand waving. Yes. Yeah, I agree. I agree. That's a really good question. I had not thought about that. And also something that I wanted to point out. Good for Lenor. I'm glad Mm -hmm. that he wasn't killed off. Mm Mm-hmm. But watching his mother and father grieve again, heartbreaking. Agreed. Like, at first I was like, did they really need to put his body in the fire? Like, wouldn't it have been horrible enough for them to find their son dead, let alone find that he's dead and has been shoved into the fire and then Mm -hmm. has to be dragged out of it? Like... I was like, that's terrible. And then I was like, okay, okay, okay. I see what you've done here. Mm-hmm. And also, too, like, I'm curious who they killed to, you know, pretend. Who's, who was the body? Who oh, was I, th- the body? I, I, think you, I think you said that earlier. Like, when Damon comes in and kills that one yeah, guard yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like, it's... who was that person? Oh! Like, who was this person? Okay, okay. Like, was he actually someone? Yeah, was he a lesser Valarian? Was Ooh, he yeah. someone's, you know, second cousin mm-hmm. somewhere? Fourth because, Yeah, because I feel like the body wasn't totally burnt. Like, the, the boots were still looking okay. They would have to find someone who really looked like Lenor, Mm -hmm. have the same, you know, skin color, the Mm -hmm. same clothing. The clothing they probably put on him (laughs) before they threw him into the fire, I would assume. Yeah. But I wish there was like a rewind and like who was the guy and Mm -hmm. oh, it would be fun to see. Oh, that's good. Because I I was thinking like when, when Lenor takes his hood off. And his hair's all been shaved off. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, so they're, they've potentially, like, added that to this ruse in, in, like, the fire and stuff. So, like, if there's, like, at least, like, some white hair left, it, like, helps to distinguish the body as his. Like, like some singed white hair in the fire. Yeah. Yeah. We should read Duncan Egg together. The, What's that? The Hedge Knight novellas. Same... Place in Westeros, different time, and I'm not gonna give anything away for you, but it's what one of it the characters, Dunk and Egg, like E G G. Okay, okay. The Hedge Knight. It's uh, novellas by George R. R. Martin, but one of the characters is a young Targaryen boy, with you know obviously the silver, platinum hair. Yeah. And he's, mm, how do I do this? No spoilers at all. So he's incognito, so he shaves his head because anywhere mm-hmm. you go in Westeros, if you have that white hair, they know who you are. So, yeah. Yeah. So that was what I assumed Lenor had did. It wasn't about planting fake hair, it was about being gotcha. able to not be recognized. Yeah, yeah. That makes a lot of sense too. It is kind of like a hey look at me hair color. Yeah, defining <laughs> feature. <laughs> yeah. Imagine what would happen in Westeros if they had figured out how to bleach their hair. Right. Everyone would want to be looking like Targaryens. Like Targaryens. Like. Exactly. I love that. Uh, how did you feel about our 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 wedding scene? Our 
I didn't even bring it up. Holy crap. Um, that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> I am so conflicted because I want to say like it's it was so beautiful. Uh-huh. But at the same time, it's like she's marrying her uncle. Right. And I, I was really like, this liked. Is... Yeah, I really liked this. Yeah. They they had almost this like Slavic inspired headdress on her. Mm-hmm. And the colors, like this muted, almost like mauve with the almost like gold khaki colors. It was just really pretty and mm-hmm. like very flattering on both of them. They just looked mm-hmm. so nice. And then there's that stark contrast between these light kind of pale colors with the blood. Mm-hmm. And it was just the costumes, the design. Mm-hmm. The set, everything mm-hmm. was just oh, award winning. <laughs> I agree. Really good. Really yeah, good. I felt I felt like the the outfits that Damon and Rainier were wearing were almost flame like, in the way that they like mm. were kind of darker towards the bottom and then lighter towards yeah. the top. Like yeah. it just which even makes the headdress sense. that she was wearing came yeah. to a point. Came to very a point like. Yeah, so I was like, it, it just felt like it tied in really where, where she was like, we are made of fire. Mm-hmm. This is, and then to do this marriage ceremony in the Valerian style. Is it Valerian? Is that Targaryen? Targaryen style. Like the we are flames, this outfit feels flame like. And then to see the cousin stepchildren lineup. Yeah. happening i was like oh that's these these poor kids hmm. man haven't they been through enough now they're right. like okay well, now you're we gotta my... watch our dad get married like right after to we our, buried our mom our our aunt person someone we don't even really know i mean and really yeah because yeah, i mean like she is she is the sister-in-law to their mother because she married lanor oh god oh and, god right right <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I was so looking at it on the up. other side. I was trying to be like, "Well, it's their father's niece." Yeah, so that would make them. <laughs> but you were coming at it from Lenore's <laughs> side. It's so convoluted, right? So I mean, if complex. we if we needed the story to be any more complicated, we got it at mm-hmm. the end of this. Yeah, wrap us up. Wrap it up. Okay, thanks for listening. Thank you. And subscribe to our YouTube channel. Find us over there. You're watching on YouTube. Find our (laughs) podcast. We have way more episodes over there. Lots and lots and lots.